0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: It's now time for the NTFL Top End 10 with Jackson Clark and Rob Hale. One of the most popular segments on this show, SEN Fridays in the Top End, Hey, let's start at number 10. This, to me, looks like a new entrant.
0: Yeah, new entrant. you got Scooter Carlin from Waratahs. Uh, Tell Waratars. us about him. So he's a new player. I don't know, know him because he wasn't there last year when I was coaching at Tars, but he's come from Geelong VFL. Mm. <laughs> um, and he just continues to rack up numbers, had 30 again on the weekend. Um, it was probably out of him or Collis. Um, and I think Carlin's probably just been a bit more consistent and performed a, a bit better over the uh, season.
1: Yeah, it was hard to separate both of those two last week, and they both had very good games. Number nine, number nine didn't play last week.
0: Eddie Betts, um, he's just too good when he's mm. in. So like, he was going to come out for um, a couple of other players, but um, let's keep him in and see if he plays this week.
1: So before we go any further, we've named nine and ten. Our top seven were fairly solidified this week, just to go a little bit more in-depth into our discussions. Our top seven, we were fairly sold on, and then eight, nine, ten, you could sort of throw around a bit. There's a couple of players from, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14 that also could have been in that conversation. Who's number eight? Number eight is Matty Dennis. Keeps his spot. Yep, keeps his
0: spot after not playing last week, which is risky, but he is a very dominant player, Um, and he goes up against Ryan Smith, and I know Ryan Smith's pretty keen to... um, to equal that score at Ledger with him um, as well and just gets really up for um, games against Matty Dennis.
1: Oh, I love the enthusiasm and competitiveness, but I don't know if I'd be looking forward to <laughs> running around with Matty Dennis.
0: Yeah, see how he goes, big sauce. Number seven? Number seven's Eddie Morris. So he's just been their consistent player, um, number one consistent player at Tars. And when he, does, um, when he doesn't get high
1: possessions, he's really good defensively with a lot of tackles and one percenters. Yeah, he was quite impactful on the weekend against Buffaloes. And you're right. When I first saw him, I thought he was a crafty half forward with good skills, one that you know might step under the radar a little bit, and that he is. However, it's his tackling and his hard stuff, the one percenters that he's done over the last couple of weeks that has really elevated his game. Number six. Number six is Stephen Motlop. So, Steve is carrying that injury, so
0: he's sort of struggling, but his best is good enough, and his best is the best in the league. But... Mm. Just sort of wanting him to get through to that bye before, you know. I don't really want to take him out of the top of 10. I think he just needs that three weeks and get him there for that three-week break, I reckon.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. It's too hard to take a bloke like that out when he's pulling out 28 disposals, six goal games and stuff like that. But mm. he does look like he's struggling a little bit at the moment with the with his injuries. Yep. Number five. Number five is Nate Paridi. So he
0: had another good game on the weekend, um, captain's game, um, and just got out the back a few times and they missed him a few times. But, yeah, he was really outstanding on the weekend again.
1: Pretty easy, comfortable 30-disposal game. Just another, another day at the office for Nate. Yeah, and a couple of goals as well. A couple so, of goals. Yeah, that was good from him. No doubt a few score involvements, like I can imagine. Yep. And number four. Number four
0: is Mitch Robinson. Um, just, yeah, doesn't really have a bad game. Bit more of that um, inside link sort of dish it out or clearance player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the cream like Jared Stokes is, but he's just getting it done every week and very consistent.
1: Just on that, how far off would Jared Stokes be from this top 10? I know he had four, dis- four goals on the weekend. Four disposals wouldn't be anything to write home about, but four goals from the midfield certainly is. And I thought that he was the best player on the ground against the top team in the comp. Um, he's a Cheney medalist, and we all know, I don't think there'd be any arguments on this table that Jared Stokes' best is probably top three, top five player in the competition. So how far is he away? I think he started to produce his best, um, you know, on a couple of occasions this season, especially last week. What does he have to do to crack in?
0: I think he's got to be more consistent, um, and, and that's sort of not the way, the player he is either. He sort of comes in and out and flashy. If I was to say, like, the most impactful player in the comp, I'd have him at number one, because when he's on, Buffs do look a lot better side, but...
1: You um, want to see Buffs win more, don't you?
0: I definitely do, and, like, yeah, they're just... They are that fourth or fifth-ranked side, and I just don't know how they, what they're going to do that's going to change my mind that they're going to be a top-three side
1: this year. Fair enough, but I do think that Jared Stokes may change your mind at one point this year and be a top ten player in this That's, comp. So it caused a bit of conversation on your oh, uh, on your chats, mate, on on the page. So we had to justify it, right? So, so yeah, Jared, Jared thereabouts. He's he's one that I'd like to see get in there so, sooner rather than later. Yeah, apart from the great Ross Tugutalem, there's probably not a better highlight reel in the comp sometimes yeah. than what Jared Stokes can. Do number three.
0: Number three is Baxter Mensch. So yeah. he's swapped
1: a spot. Yeah, he's the swapped a spot. The lowest he's been this year, yep, I think.
0: number three. But he's holding pretty steady in that top five. And if you're comparing, you know, these guys all in the top five, they're all average over 30 disposals. And Jared Stokes and players like that are just a lot like – they're low 20s, but they're impactful. Um, but Baxter Mensch just keeps getting it done. But that might change because I have heard that he could be going to, uh, you know, a VFL side for, for a preseason.
1: 37 disposals and eight clearances again in his team's loss. I think I've said it before, but every time I see Palmerston, especially when they have these losses, I'm like, oh, it'll be interesting to see the stats here. See what Baxter Mensch had. See if he had a quiet game finally, and he's yeah. always 30-plus. He's just a workhorse, isn't he, Rob? Yeah, it
0: definitely is, and you can't knock a bloke that keeps racking up those no. disposals. But as the season goes on, if Palmy drop off, he could find himself dropping down a tad as well.
1: Yeah, I think his start of the season means that he solidifies his spot for probably a little while longer, but you're right. I do agree with mm. you. Speaking of racking up disposals, this man had 40 disposals on the weekend. Number two.
0: Yeah, number two, Dill Lant. Um, I feel stupid now three weeks ago. I think it was about four weeks ago I did take him out of the top end ten after he didn't play against Nycliffe. And he was mentioned at the footy club, um, at St. Mary's footy club, that is, when I went there to have a beer with his brother-in-law. Yeah, his missus wasn't happy. Um, So, yeah, I had to bring him back in, but, geez, he's been good the last three weeks um, because he didn't play that Nycliffe game, obviously.
1: Lant might be using that as motivation. He might have been listening back to the show, doing well, a workout. The
0: Saints media team put up a comparison with him and Mensch. I that, like that. And at, at that stage, Mensch was sitting one, and I think Lant was five or six, and Lant was obviously clearly best on that day as well.
1: Well done, Saints media team. I hope they continue to poke the bear. Do one this week with Smith and Dennis, I reckon. That'd be yeah. a good one. <laughs> um, so he also finished with 12 <laughs> oh, inside 50s <laughs> and a couple of goals. Dill Lant. Is he a Nichols medal chance this year? Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: I don't know. Only Nate would be taking votes off him. I think mm. the other guys like Green and Long. Yeah, Long they don't and pr- the they, they won't pa- uh, poll that well. It's definitely a Nickels' chance now that um, Motlop's sort of slowed down. And yeah, I whack him right in that frame.
1: I think he should bleach his hair again, like when he first came up. That'd definitely attract the votes. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. definitely.
0: Number one. Number one's Brody Philo. So he did have the buy on the weekend, but. Um, He's just, his best is, you know, the best in the competition. He's a 70-metre player, runs with a footy, kicks at 55. Um, Butcher would love leading out, or not even leading out, just mm. the follower just puts it where he, where he needs to go. Um, but he, he does need a big game this week against Waratahs and a must-win game for their football club.
1: Interesting. So the bloke at number one, you've got the, his <laughs> team and the power rankings are number eight. So... You're big on the theory that you want the teams to win. You know, there's Jared Stokes and a couple of Buffalo's boys being held out and other players in the team. So yeah. I'm going to put the pressure on Brodie Fowler. I reckon he needs at least a 30-plus game to hold that number one spot with Dylan Lant and Baxter Mensch, of course, just behind him. Hey, I love that top 10. Very good. Let's talk really, really quickly. I'm not too sure. I'm probably putting you on the spot here, but some of the names that missed out. I know Luke Smith for Southern yep. Districts has had a really good season. Jared Stokes, is there anyone else that springs to mind? Maybe um, a Collis?
0: Yeah, Dil-, Dil Collis has been really good. Um, and Matty Green and Ryan Nighouse yeah. as well are the guys on the outside. Um, it's just that those guys... Um,
1: Magro, another good game on the weekend, would be yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, Magro would be
0: very stiff as well. Um, but I'd like to see Magro go well this week on Nathan Brown. Nathan mm. Brown kept him to one goal five weeks ago. So let's see if he can actually um, get on the scoreboard this week.
1: Cool. So, Rob, we will go to a break very, very soon. But you have done a little bit of a mock NTFL representative team. So, while we're talking about some of the good players in the comp, I thought we'll go through team by team some of the players. And that's how you have structured it, right? You've done it team by team. Yep. So, let's go through – we might as well go backwards from the power rankings. Do, do Teewee Bombers have anyone that get this get a gig?
0: I've got Bunnell and Munkara in my yep. 35-man squad so far. Um, Nycliffe. Yep, go I've got Nyhouse and Philo, the only two, so no Wilson. Mm-hmm. um his forms just hasn't been to the scratch Wanderers have only got Taylor McLean O'Connell and uh Stevie Motlop.
1: that's still a decent haul. four players for four
0: players I've taken seven. out I don't have Newman so, okay, so that's the big one that's the big one that I didn't pick in the 35 and I don't I don't think they're not going to pick him but it's mm-hmm. just my opinion I didn't have him in there yeah uh pints I've gone with Doyle and Carter um and there's also got a bloke on the back flank named McMahon who actually goes all right but he's not in the squad um, but Doyle and Carter
1: have been good. Maybe unlucky to that Shot is his name. The yeah, shot,
0: yep, Shot as well. Could be one on the outside that might be considered as well. Anyone for Buffs getting a give? If he takes his shot. <laughs> um, Buffalo's, the two Stokes brothers and Mitch Robinson's all I've got for the Buffs. Yeah. Um, and then who else have I got here? Palmerston. Kalahisi, Palmerston. Hams, Mench and
1: Treacy. Well, Palmer's, if you allow their flying players, they've probably got about twelve that make it, really. But how does that work? Is Eddie Betts <laughs> going to wear an NTFL jumper this year? Or is Is Neville Jader going to be running off the halfback flank? Or
0: I think some of them—they're all flying in, aren't they? Like, yeah. I, well, I think well, the, Betts the, maybe. Uh, oh, who knows with Betts? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know, but I think Maddie Dennis—they might need to fly Maddie Dennis in for it, unless they're going to back uh, back in Carter from the pints and then bring in someone like a Kirby mm. as a backup ruckman. I don't know who you guys think is the probably second, or third question, isn't it? With the yeah. NTFL.
1: You pick fly-ins as well. Like it's, it's, it's. You could talk all day about it. Well, it's sort of what, mm. what we touched on earlier. Where we want to, we want to see as much local players, yeah, as many local players sort of playing as possible. to put their yep. hand up and maybe get the clubs down south to, to notice them. Mm. Yeah, I'm always for the kids
0: as well. But I, the, the youngest two players are Fijo and Salmon that I've got in the squad, I can't find anyone else. Younger that's performing.
1: Mm. And the theory behind these games too are to expose territory yeah, talent. Exactly. I mean, it's all well mm. and good getting a win, but I would feel more proud as a territorian, I suppose, having an all local team come out and win by ten points than, like I said before, having a bunch of players you know that are were born XAFL. in Victoria, yeah, or ex AFL types <laughs> that come up here yeah, and lines. and that. I get if you're committed like a Brodie Philo type who's moved up here and relocated and yeah. living, that's fine. If you've relocated and you're living up here, um, that's all good. But I would even like to see if it's a 50-50 line ball decision between, say, a, a bloke who's in his first year in Darwin from Victoria versus a guy who's had you know five or six really semi-consistent seasons um, as a local. I'd rather see him give the nod to the second guy. Rob, let's push on. Southern Districts? Southern Districts, I've got Driscoll, Bowden,
0: Shannon, Smith, Fijo, Dennis. So is one of those young players to bring in. His form probably justifies it, though. Waratah? Waratah's is Carlin, Dill Collis, Morris, Magro, and Hope. Mm. So no O'Dwyer and no, uh, who is it, uh, um, what's his name, the skipper. Um, Brodie Carroll, but Brody Carroll pulled out last year because he didn't didn't want to play. Your
1: assistant coach last year, mate. What's the skipper's name? Yeah, I know.
0: I just, <laughs> I just, yeah. When you know all these names, when you're going through a list of 500 players, no, I guess, yeah, yeah, yes, I, I forgot about Brody there. So Brody, but yeah, Brody pulled out last year and didn't want to play. So yep. that's why I sort of didn't put him in because I was struggling for spots.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, Saint Mary's.
0: Saint Mary's. I've gone uh, Green, Parnell, Paredes, Lant, Salmon, Calder, Long. So I have added Jacob Long in there. Um, so, yeah, that's the St. Mary's squad.
1: Awesome. So S- do you S- think Salmon
0: and Long are the two youngest with Fijo. I think they're all 20.
1: I wouldn't have any arguments about putting Salmon and Fijo in the team, though. No, nah, good players.
0: Not. It'd be good to have a 16, 17-year-old, but I don't know who's performing at that level to be picked. Yeah, well, last right year yeah. you
1: had Lloyd Johnston, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, So Lloyd I'm not too Johnson. sure who they would have this year. And I don't think Uri. he was in
0: the best 30 either. So they did, they did push him in a bit.
1: Mm. Which, um, which we like to see, don't we?
0: Yeah, like a, a, there's a kid at Southern Districts, Rollins, who I like, but he hasn't yep. played a game this year and he's at Norwood, so. Mm. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I would like to find one or two boys that are under 18 to put in there.
1: Yeah, of course. Plenty more to come. That's it from me this morning. A couple more weeks of the school term left. That should be a lot of fun. Raf and Robbie, the show is in good hands <coughs> with you guys. This is SEN Fridays at the top end, 16, 11 a.m. Thanks to Rain and Horn, Darwin. We will love your listing.